0: Good afternoon, everyone. How are you doing today? Michael Zuber, author of One Rental at a Time. And hey, I wanted to do a top 10 video on the top 10 ways to lose a lot of money in real estate investing. I see a lot of, I don't know, behavior that I don't approve of. I think real estate investing can set you free. I think real estate investing has a tried and true way of doing it well focus, daily execution, all of these things that I and my students are doing. But when the real estate market gets hot, I stay pretty attuned to what's going on and I see some bad behavior going on. I see some behavior that may feel good today. It may feel good tomorrow, but it will likely end bad. So let me bring up this PowerPoint. It's a quick top 10 ways to lose a lot Of money with real estate investing. And we are just going to go through this together. They're not really in any particular order. I just sat here writing them down. So again, these are the top 10 ways to lose a lot of money with rental properties. Really should say real estate properties. Number one, buying somewhere because it's cheap. I can't tell you how many people have reached out to me in the last year or so, typically saying I am buying in city or state X or Y because I live in an expensive part of the country, and it is cheaper there. Well, the stories usually end in tears, usually end in loss of tens of thousands of dollars, and worst of all, We have somebody who is now burned, dissatisfied with real estate and likely will never do it again. I see it. You get excited. You see some seminar. You see some state with cheap properties less than your car. You go buy it. It doesn't work out. You get break-ins, no rent. It's just bad. Buying somewhere simply because it is cheap is a horrible idea. I'm not saying buying in cheap areas is bad, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is solely buying somewhere based on ch- a cheap price is just dumb. Price is one of many variables and probably the least important. You need to be looking for ter- uh, return, yield, ease of management, you know, stress levels, there's so many other things to consider not cheap. Not price. That's number one. Another one I hear a lot is, "Hey, I want the one percent rule or the two percent rule." Bigger Pockets makes these things fancy. They make them trendy. Frankly, they are easy to understand, which makes them sexy and makes them dangerous. If you don't know what the one percent rule is, let me give you one quick example. If the property costs a hundred grand, it means the rent is at least one thousand dollars. I.e., one percent. If the house is 50 grand, rent is $500, so on and so forth. Lots of people swear by the 1% rule. Lots of people swear by the 2% rule. I am here to tell you, it's not a bad rule of thumb, but it is oh so dangerous. If you want a 1% or 2% rule, go to the worst part of town, have fun. Not for me overpaying. I am seeing this a lot today. Lots of people are writing offers, over asking, escalation clauses, waving this, waving that. Now, if this is your owner-occupied house, you're going to live there for 30, 40, 50 years. It is your forever home. It is the one. Go nuts. You only got one. But if this is an investment property, you need to have a set of criteria, all of those things, and not not break it. There's always another deal. Something I have learned over 20 years is yes, the market may be tight tomorrow, tight, tight today, but it won't be tight tomorrow. It is already changing. People that are in my class doing the work are learning right now and seeing it firsthand. If you want to set yourself up for seeing deals in the second half of the year, you need to sign up for the course and see what's going on. But yes, overpaying just because, not okay. Kind of tied in with that one is not having a buying criteria. One of the things that I see in our private Facebook group, which I absolutely love, is, hey, I lost a property because I didn't want to go against my 8% target or my 7% or my 10% target. I knew what I could offer, and that's the max I offered. That is such an awesome feeling. So not having a buying criteria means you are going to do bad deals, you're going to lose money, and you may never do another deal. Here's one. I have run into people that like to buy expensive properties and lose money every month. Some people look at their rental portfolio and think it's their business card. I own boardwalk and I'm like, "Well, congratulations, you're losing 3 grand a month." not for me. I'm not doing rental properties to lose money. I don't want to work Mondays and Tuesdays to pay for my rental properties. I want my rental properties to cover my Mondays and cover my Tuesdays. It's an entirely different mindset. Don't buy expensive properties that don't cash flow. I call them alligators in my book. It's the only picture in the book. But yeah, don't don't let your ego buy park, place, or boardwalk. Buy cash flow, affordable homes. It's okay. Not understanding all costs. You know, when you're doing your calculations and you're doing it kind of off the cuff and you're like, hey, I'm going to buy this property and my, you know, it rents for a thousand and my mortgage payment's 800. It will cash flow $200. No, it will not cash flow $200. Even if you self-manage, it won't count. It won't cash flow $200. You will have property taxes, you will have insurance, you will have reserves, you will have expenses, you will have this, you will have that. So don't go into this situation not understanding all the costs. Your calculations will be off. You will will be solving for an answer without all the variables and that is dangerous, so dangerous. Man, back to this uh, buying somewhere cheap. If you do not have trusted boots on the ground, and in a market where you are investing think twice if the only people on the ground are people you pay history says they're not going to tell you bad news they're going to they're going to sugarcoat things they're going to tell you half truths because you're paying them you need trusted boots on the ground that's going to tell you dude your tenants destroying your house why are they having a house party on friday or whatever it is you need boots on the ground that you can trust I have a rule of thumb. It works for me. I only trust people that will show up at my funeral. If I die, I want to know who's coming to my funeral. Those are the people I trust. And I have several of those people in Fresno, California. Buying something quickly without learning your market. I see this all the time. You sold all your stocks. You're sitting on a ton of cash and it's burning a hole in your pocket. What I wanna tell you is buy my course, it's 200 bucks. You're gonna have 60 days of work. Leave the money there. I don't care if it's earning zero. It's better than losing it. Do the work, learn your market. Don't buy quickly without doing your homework. Oh, another way of saying it is being in a rush. I have to buy now. No, you don't. Buying in a market with no inventory, just because you have to and you have cash, not a good reason. Do your homework. Have a criteria. Know your numbers. It's okay. You don't, nobody has to buy now. Only time you have to buy now is if you got caught in a 1031 exchange, but even that's not a great reason. Here's one. You ever invest in a syndication or someone else's deal? Buying into someone else's deal or somebody else's vision without, without doing your homework. If you're investing someone else's deal because they're a guru and talking about bigger is better and you haven't done a uh, in, you know investigation of the deal, don't do it. There's a lot of people investing in office and class A and retail that are about to lose a lot of money because you didn't do your homework. Interest only debt value adds, bridge debt, all of this stuff's gonna come home to roost. And some of you equity providers are not gonna like what happens next. Oh, I hate this one. Maximum leverage, go big or go home. No, don't go big. Don't go, don't put all your eggs or all the everything, all your eggs in one basket, go big like that because you'll win and then you'll lose. Win, 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 lose. Win, 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 lose why don't you build a solid base conservative leverage so that you can grow? Maybe you don't grow as fast. Maybe you don't grow as big, but you also don't blow up. I mean, this is being conservative investing. So in the end, that's what I got. Um, you know, let stop sharing. So that's what I got. That's the top 10 ways to lose a lot of money. Don't do it. I see a lot of bad behavior today. So uh, do yourself a favor. Don't do any of those top 10. And of course, have a wonderful day.